to Rich Rich aka The Man of Steel. Welcome back to my life that I live one step, one rep at a time. Let's get to it shall we? exciting day because I have a, I have a guest with me today um, and we're going to be talking about who chooses who in the dating world. Now sometimes I love to do these talks by myself and there are other times when I'm blessed enough to be me, to be paired up with amazing people and talking about amazing people we have the lovely Nadine from MP Narratives we cross paths once upon a time uh, in Twitter, and we've we've done some collaborations here and there. So through having a conversation recently, uh, she said she would, you know, do me the pleasure of honouring me with her presence, and you know, having a discussion with me. So you know, we're just going to have a discussion about who chooses who in the dating world. But just before, you know, we get into the talk. Nadine, why don't you just tell everybody who you are and what you're about? <laughs> that sounded so... That <laughs> <laughs> is so professional, right? <laughs> um, so, obviously, my name's Nadine. I am the founder of MP Narratives, which focuses on journal therapy. I'm very big on writing, so expressive writing, restorative writing practices are very much part of my daily routine. And I predominantly offer these services to black and brown people because I just think it's really important for us to get back to understanding who we are, processing the trauma that we experience and see on a daily basis, as well as just set our intentions as we move forward in life. Um, yeah, I'll leave it there. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And you know you're doing pretty awesome with what you're doing. I mean, I've followed you on um on Twitter for quite some time. And every now and then we like to share our information back and forth. So yeah, I know what you're right about. She's the real deal, guys, really, truly. Really. So yeah. Um we'll talk about what you can find there afterwards. Okay, so don't worry. So um yeah, so we were talking, obviously we were talking um, the other day, right? And we were yeah. just having this conversation around dating. And it was this whole thing where I said, 
that I think men are under this illusion. We men are under this illusion that because we are hunters, that we are, for lack of a better term, hunting our women. <laughs> right? Not with spears, obviously, but we're on the prowl. And it's like, we think that when we start doing all this bravado and peacocking and puffing out our chests and saying that it's you, we've picked you, that that's really the case. But it's like, no, there is another dynamic that we're missing here, which is that the woman may decide whether or not she actually wants you to pick her or wants you to work a little bit harder on not even paying attention to you at all, right? Definitely, definitely. And my response to you was that... I think just as women in general, we are built to receive things. So whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, we attract stuff to us in a different way than just your generic like laws of attraction, for example. And I just personally believe that although, yes, you men, you do your whole performing and like you said, the peacocking and all of that stuff, ultimately we choose if we want you in that space or in certain roles intimately um and to what level that's going to be at because yeah. we embody you literally we embody our men um so yeah i think we choose you guys for the most part there's obviously going to be a mutuality in there has to be like compatibility and like chemistry and all of that stuff yeah but by the end of it, <laughs> I think we choose you um, more so as well because we are wired to be more emotional. And I yeah. think for us getting into intimate relationships in whatever capacity that, that is, like one night stand or long term, short term, whatnot, we know the emotional baggage that comes along with that. Right. So I think in that sense, we kind of choose in the sense of how it's going to make us feel in the long run yeah um, but so, then um, on the side i think it's also potential as well yeah no i totally get it um where do you think we brothers we mind them yeah but look, we're from london in it so let's just talk like from, <laughs> from, from the ends yeah so where do you think mind them um are getting it confused where we're like out here hyping and going on like, yeah, 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 she's feeling me in it, she's feeling me in it. And they're doing the most and they're just not even not even hitting the not even hitting the crossbar, talk less of going to the back <laughs> of the net. Well what, what where where do you think we're flopping? I think it's just conditioning. Like we know how it goes, you know, historically and societally and culturally in some aspects, like men are just conditioned that this is what you're meant to do. You're meant to go out and provide and to provide you obviously need someone to provide for outside of yourself yeah and it's also I think it's that horrible toxic masculinity ego driven like sometimes I feel certain guys do it more for themselves than they're actually doing it to want to be with somebody yeah it's just the thrill of the chase and knowing that they can and that they've attained the end goal whatever that is for them Um, But I think a lot of it is to do with conditioning. I think men are designed in a way where, firstly, your your carnal urges, for the most part, are higher than women's. Right. You, like you said, have the desire and the urge to want to hunt to get what you want. Yeah. It has to be 
some sort of challenge. I don't know whether that's to make it feel more worthwhile or like an ego boost. And then I think it's also a thing of like gratification that comes along with knowing that you've had, like yeah. you saw, you conquered. You conquered, yeah. Don't know what I'm going to do with it. Don't know if I actually really want it, but the fact that I know I can get it is enough for me to feel validated in this moment. Um, yeah. Do you know think, what? That's mad that you said that. You just reminded me of something, but carry on. I think when I was talking about the potential... Yeah. Sometimes us women, and I've been one of those women, you see the potential and you just fall into the trap of the whole bravado. <laughs> just like, yeah, because I know next year he's going to be able to do this or he said this one thing which means that 10 years from now he's going to be in xyz position or yeah be able to offer me all of these things or family or whatever it is that you're desiring mm. that once again being emotional beings we would run with the emotion first so do you do women do women have this notion of conquering do do women have this notion of conquering yeah you do yeah I what, just what, think, what does it look I like for women things, i think for women it's the same thing right a woman do the same thing as a man in regards to presenting themselves in a certain way to to be deemed attractive yeah and i think with women it usually goes with the trend of the times right so IG you know, baddies, for example, everybody's trying to be IG baddie. Why? Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like you all look yeah. the same, you all plumped up the same areas. Yeah. There's not really much happening with that. You want to be taken seriously, but you also want to look like a caricature of what the ideal woman's meant to be like. Yeah. Why do we attract the male gaze? You want to appease the male gaze and fit into this mold of being desirable. So I think for women, that's how it shows up, us wanting to be desired. And like an avatar. Like our thing. That's mad because I remember in, in school, no, in college, yeah, college, this conquering mindset um, as a man, it used to be this thing where we'd see a group of girls, right, and you'd be with your group of boys, right, and everybody wants to move to the to each of the girls in the group right and mm. see what they could see which ones they could move to right and I didn't really have much confidence in myself when I was younger with women anyway I mean I still struggled now as a grown-up but um <laughs> believe it or not yeah the way that I look and the way that I sound sometimes don't match but um I always had this thing in the back of my mind which is like if I have if I am going to get lucky then I want the best looking one in the group I want the leader do you know what I mean because if I get yeah. to the if I get to the leader of the group, then everybody else is just like, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> almost like, God for, God forgive me, almost like, you know, you know what, if I move to the ringleader, yeah, you, you've all, <laughs> you've been moved to by proxy because I've got the ringleader. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, why you're thinking that, the girls are probably thinking, I want to be the top one. Exactly. And she was the top dog. Yeah, and they will try and present themselves like, oh my gosh, why? this is why I think as well women can be so catty with each other because it's almost like that survival of the fittest. It's almost a thing of, I want to be chosen. Yeah. Especially 
I was say when you're a dark-skinned black girl. Yeah. It's always that thing of like, please. <laughs> right. So this is this is funny. <laughs> this is funny because yesterday I was on TikTok, right? And I was in a live, right? And we were talk they were talking about um picking up men, right? Because it was it was a predominantly female orientated TikTok live, right? And I, I got I guess you could say I got the pleasure of being in the box because I, I was just listening. Right. Mm. And they were talking about picking up men and where they pick up men. Right. And for a start, this is the thing that I only associate with women overseas because I rarely hear UK women say, I went here to go pick up a guy. Right. Unless you're yeah. physically picking up a guy. Right. And they were like, you know, we go to the supermarket, you know, and hopefully we, you know, bump into a guy and see if we can pick up a guy at the supermarket. Right. And I'm like, in the UK, man, the only thing we pick up in the supermarket are tins of food and groceries <laughs> so um one of the guys said and the, the woman were like you know a guy should just you know shoot his shot make a move and you know one of the guys read my mind and he said that um it's not as straightforward now as it was back in the day so you you kind of you kind of need to see the signs before you can do so and then they were like we give you signs all the time when a girl once the guy, this is where the notion of the guy, the girl chooses the guy was reinforced, right? When a girl sees a guy, she gives him the signs. She might look at him twice, look up at him and look down twice or whatever, or she might yeah. smile his in direction or whatever. Or one girl went as far as saying, if I pick up my phone and point it in your direction, like, you know, facing you kind of way, not the screen, but you know, like if you're trying to take a picture or something, you know, I'm either checking you out or I'm messaging my girls like yo look at this guy right and i was thinking bro we look men are thick most times okay sometimes you gotta you gotta slap us in the face and say hey man i like you <laughs> do you know what i mean you gotta slap me in the face if not you're just gonna be end up one of my female friends because you don't want to assume that um every girl that smiles at you is feeling you do you know what i mean because you find yourself in a situation where they go, I got a boyfriend. What is it a crime to smile at a guy nowadays? You know? So <laughs> like <laughs> the girl does choose the guy, but the way you women go about it, sometimes some of you women, the way some of you women go about it sometimes, I'm like, bruh, nothing about this is very clear. Yeah, I think but I say for me, if it's in person, obviously it's subtle. Like it will be subtle. Um because, and I think as well, that's like the era as well, like 80s babies. We grew up where most of the time the man then would move to you, your swap digits, yep. you'll start talking, you hold a little one dance in the corner, might even yep. buy you a drink. Like, and really? that's what, like, that was the ritual. That's what it was. It went if from went linking. Up, yeah, yeah, it went from, are you guys linking to, yeah, yeah, we're a thing now. Yeah, if we started lipsing or if it went further, then we're together. And that's all Straight. it is. No, <laughs> like, it no confusion. Ritual. In fact, now, I, I would go as far as saying, Nadine, if you lipsed each other, you were a thing now. Because you won't just yeah. lip to anybody. Do you yeah, know what I mean? We're together, you're my man. And yeah. it didn't even have to be said. It was like unwritten rules. Yeah. <laughs> like the dating world. And it's like now, it's very much download this, swipe that, add this. <laughs> Literally, fill out a CV put your best foot forward. Like everybody on a dating app is doing what we were saying. Like everybody's got the bravado, everybody's peacocking, everyone's yeah. using their pictures or their best quotes or their best one-liners. 
<laughs> the, the the most recent tune by Chris Brown and whatever everything everything else to kind of like get people in the mood to be. It's all party. there, isn't it? Everybody under the influence. Yeah, and it's just like then there's that gap of are you who you say you are? Am I being catfished? Are you we gonna meet like up? When yeah. are we gonna meet up? It's just a whole load of steps that makes it long. I feel like from the woman perspective, it's almost, in some ways you think it's a benefit because you're like, oh, well, I get to vet the person properly yeah. because I don't actually have to meet them. I don't actually have to give them my number if I don't want to, I can block and all the rest of it. Yeah. But then it's also the thing of, you can fall into the trap of the potential again. And it's like, oh, well, <laughs> that one caption said, so I'm going to choose to take it as something else yeah. because I feel like I want to choose this person. And then it's the waiting game of, okay, I've cho- I've chosen you now. Are you going to choose me back? And I just think it's all really long-winded. I feel as though technology, as easy as it's meant to make things, has made the whole dating and the interpersonal side of dating long. This is true. I hear you. And we are, we are, like I said a few years ago, that women are moving like men now in terms of they're just catching brothers, smashing, and then just ducking out and saying, I'm not sure what I want right now, which is a straight guy move because guys would used to do that when they don't want to commit. I'm not sure what I'm looking for right now after you finish hitting it. You understand? You knew what you were looking for when you were about to hit it. And now you've hit it. You don't know what you want. So we've become a notch on the bedpost, right? Yeah. Definitely. So, and obviously it happened before, but it just like the yeah. ladies weren't telling like that. But now it's very much applauded to the whole equality side of it. Of like, yeah, I agree. I'm just, I'm just gonna do me. I'm just gonna live my best life. I'm just gonna fling it about a little bit. Yeah, um, you know, each of their own. There's nothing wrong with it. Not, sure not most people have their seasons right here. No, I agree. <laughs> no, 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 listen, I agree. Look, you got to scratch an itch, scratch an itch. It is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. grow, you, you, when, you, when you get to our age, you're grown. You understand? You, can, you don't have to mask it. You don't have to um, disguise wanting to yeah, hit it and quit it as a relationship. Just, you know, I'm looking for something casual. I think, I think yeah. as well, you become the older you get, especially once again, going back to like the whole healing and doing the work on yourself. When you get to a certain age, the paradigm of relationships changes where you're looking, you might be looking for the same characteristics, the same things. Yeah. But it has to be, you're looking for it to be sustainable. Yeah. Like most people I know right now, if they say we're in a long-term relationship before and then they've come out of it and then they've just explored and like putting themselves out there because times have changed, they have that season where they just run wild with it. Yeah, the whole phase. To okay, but I really want something long-term. I yeah. really want to find whoever the person is for me in the next phase of life. And 100%. the the whole choosing becomes like paramount. Like now it's like, I'm not getting any younger. I don't have time to waste. If you're somebody that doesn't have kids, it's like, well, I want to have children. I want to have a family. I'm yeah. in XYZ age. Who's to say that's going to happen? Very um, true. And now with us being in the realms of like hitting 40 soon. Yeah. I know in our instances, we have children. We've done the whole marriage thing. Yeah. And 
now it's just like okay what does that look like what does it look like now to be a single person in my instance a mother of four yeah you go through the phases of is anyone actually going to want to deal with someone with four kids this is very true have kids and if they have kids, then what's their family dynamics like? Like, do I want to deal with what comes with their side of the fence? Do you know what I mean? And it becomes a very tricky minefield to navigate. Yes, this is true. What you want, but you have to be more almost strategic about how you go about it and more methodical. And then it's the praying that it's going to actually not be a, another waste of time. In, in I, some sense of that phrase. Like, obviously, we learn as we go, but... I agree. I agree with you there. I agree because it is, it, it's a, it's a process. Um, yep, times are changing, but I, and sometimes our taste and our preference evolves over time, over experiences. You know, it depends on everything. And you know, we, me and you both spoke, and we, we both agree that you know, we, we know that man and woman wasn't designed to be on your own. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Life works well when there's more than one person. Yeah. involved and yeah. i use the term more than one person involved because we're in an era now where monogamy and polygamy are both walking side by side in some instances they're not taboo like conversations so that's why i say life works better when there's more people involved right um so I forgive the tone in the background so um you know it's a case of being honest with yourself on what you want and what you're looking for and then um like being honest with the people that you encounter and say, listen, you fit the bill or actually, do you know what? This is, you're not kind of what I'm looking for, although you are a great person, as patronising as that comment sounds. It's not, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, yeah, listen, man, you're a great guy, but the thing is, I just don't know. All right, love, just say no. But, um, you know, I think this, we, it's, it's funny that we as men, we still have this mindset of, and you know, some women they're like, nah man, I want a man to take charge. You know, he's got to tell me what he wants. I like that. But even at the end of the day, you still get to say yay or nay, regardless. So yes, a man should have the courage um, or work on developing the courage to stand, walk up to a woman and say, hey, you, Nadine, I'm feeling you. What are you saying? Let's make it happen. In a way that Nadine goes, hey man, I like the way you said that. I might consider it, you know? I might look for the potential in what you just said. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think what's also interesting is that because times, like you said, times are changing and people are becoming more fluid and open to having like multiple partners. Yeah. I wonder what choice, I can't speak for that because I'm I'm selfish. Like, I just need you to be with me. We don't need to be with you. Not about it. Um, But what does choice look like in those instances where there's multiple people? Yeah. And bringing people in. Um, so if any of the listeners out there are in polygamous relationships, like it would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody's out there that, are, that are living, in a, listen, if you're poly or you've had poly relationships, please get in touch with me. Let's do a podcast and you tell me and tell me what it's like and how, how the mindset is. Because believe you or me, I had a conversation with somebody not too long ago just a brief conversation about poly and the way people frame it versus what it really is oh my god <laughs> some people are a contradiction to what it really is so it's it'd be awesome to have a conversation with somebody um so then you know you've been a woman how would you or how do you expect a man to step to you in order for you to say you're what you're saying 
Do you know what I mean? What 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 are your expectations? Respect. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I just like, put you last. Like literally, remember back in the day, you used to get the little pss, 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 oh, my size, my size, and all of that. Like, <laughs> is that what you want? You bar, yes, it gases your head, and you think you're you're the baddest one walking around town. Yeah. Hitting forty, no. Like, you don't want the my size, no. No, I don't, I don't need the my size, my size. I don't need the grabbing of the, the hand in the rave. What, like, about, like, the, what you know? about the buffing, buffing? You don't want the buffing? No. But I've come to an age, I know I know what I'm giving. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't need those affirmations that I affirm myself in that way. So what I'm about the... Pst, pst, pst. No? Yeah, no. You don't even get a look in. Okay. Unless you get an eye and, 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 a, and a walk past. Um... But I think it's just a respectful thing now. I think for me, it's just very much you're coming with the intention of being. Obviously, it's a vulnerable state to be in anyway. Yeah. Because you feel like the woman coming up to somebody else. But just like holding your own and just being real simple about it. Like, I don't need a pickup line. It could literally be like, look, I saw you from over there. I thought I'll shoot my shot. Like... That's let me get, let me get like, some okay. Let me get some Georgia in the background for you, so you could do that again. Yeah, I saw you over there. <laughs> over, over there. Move the shades down a little Move bit. The glass, down. A little, little lick of the lips. No. Yeah, um, yeah. walking slow motion. That would be cringe if somebody did that. Like that would not do anything for me and probably most women out there. Um, but yeah, just real simple. Like I feel as though if you're being genuine then you shouldn't have to, I don't need all the bells and whistles and you shouldn't feel the need to do that. And I think that's probably where the pressure comes from. Right. That we put a lot on ourselves to show up that we think we have to be bigger than what we actually are. Yes. And in the long run, that's just detrimental because then you've got to peel back everything. And yes. now you might not look as fun or you might not look as confident or you might not look as interested yes. as you were that you met me. Because now you're being yourself and you feel a bit more relaxed that you don't have to do the whole song and dance to get my attention. Yes. Um, and I just think if you, as you know, I'm a mind person. So if you say something that piques my interest mentally, I'm like, okay, I might potentially just give you a shot just because you said yeah. that thing. That's sexual. Something to say, yeah, I'm very, very safe your sexual also. If you have good chats, to me, good chat is you can hold a conversation that's right. not just on the surface. Guys, take notes out there, yeah, guys. If you are listening, take notes. Yeah, she's giving you secrets. Like, have something to actually say um, and just be yourself. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what the other person's going to want to get to know is you as yourself. Yeah. And that from the beginning then you cut out a lot of like I mentioned before just wasting each other's time yep I, I, I hear you um, this kind of goes back to the last podcast I did where I was talking about the your the best the best version of you versus the truest version of you I think a lot of us go out of our way especially in the mating game to be the best version of ourselves to attract the, our potential, you know, woman in our life or potential guy in our life, you know, our potential partner. And um, by doing that, it's, it becomes exhausting if that's not who you really are. Yeah. And 
like you say, you, 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 it slips, the, the mask slips, and then the true version comes out. And some people can, you know, they can keep up the, the act of the best version for weeks, months, years. And then sometimes it might be like, oh. and then before you know it, the true version shows. I was literally having a conversation with my cousin um, because we're both singletons and during our conversation we was chatting about this same type of situation like you're dating or you're trying to get to know people and as you grow like you mentioned Rich like your preferences change somewhat or you become more relaxed in your preferences because you have a better understanding of lived experience and that everybody isn't going to live up to this ideal picture you have of like the perfect person you want to be with yeah. Uh, you yeah. have to kind of negotiate those things with yourself and obviously the, the person you're interested in. And she was having her own little issues and I was trying to explain to her that for me, and I'll use me because I can only talk from my experiences, I've gotten to a place where I understand that I'm sure we've all heard the saying like you're a human living a spiritual experience. For me, it's the other way around. I believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience and a lot of the stuff that's external is what affects our human version of self and all the internal stuff affects our spiritual spiritual so the way I look at my pursuit in relationships in general at this point it's like okay but Yes, this person this person could be exactly who I want them to be. They could look exact, they could look like Marsh Chestnut, which would be the ideal. You could look like Marsh Chestnut, you could have all the characteristics, you could do all the things. Yeah. And then it crumbles because you, you will turn out to be an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you're throwing this. It's okay, That's man. Keep it real. Um, but then you could be somebody that might have one or two things that I might not be linking to like my usual type, or it might literally just not even be on the list. But then on a soul level, you have all the attributes and characteristics and traits and behaviours that I know I would want in a long-term partner. So it comes to the point now where I was explaining to my cousin, what do you hold priority over? Is it your human experience or is it your spiritual experience? Because I feel with all external things, there's always going to be an expiry date on it. Yeah. Yeah. Go down that route what is the longevity that you're looking for there? Because it's not technically forest. So that's a little something I think that the listeners can really think about and deep a little bit um, because it has actually changed, like I said, my perspective on not only what I would want to get into with somebody else, but how I would also want to choose to show up for whoever the other person is. Because it has to be reciprocal, it has to be mutual. I love you that. Can't something cannot expect for the other person to want that from you. Um, so yeah, I love that. I love that, and that's great. And you know what? I'm glad you shared that. And that's just brought us nicely towards you know the end of today's episode. But before we go, please yeah. tell these lovely listeners who have you know made time to listen to us. Tell them where they can find you. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'd be staying hidden. <laughs> but I don't necessarily use all the social media platforms. Right. Um, 
so you might need a pen and paper so i'll say this slowly if you want to follow me on linkedin which will probably be the main place that you will get the most engagement with me um linkedin twitter pinterest and tiktok it's all np narratives and that's all one word there's no hyphens or underscores in it um if you want to look for me on instagram which is probably one of the least used social media apps but i do go on <laughs> it's journaling with mpn um and my website is www.mpnarratives.com where you can find all the pdfs the books the workshops and all that good stuff and just off by the off chance that you none of you got that if you send me a message on Instagram, I will yeah, tell you where to find that. <laughs> you can just click the button because it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ask me and I'll tell you where to find that. Well, Adadine, thank you. I appreciate you uh, coming on. And you know what? This has been pretty cool, man. This is like our yeah. second one that we've done like this, right? I know. It's a new year, so I'm sure there'll be more. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the new men's group thing. Oh, 100%. 100%. Bring you on for that. That'll be good. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. And you know what? Um, we will touch base again soon because I have a feeling if something else hits me, I'll be calling on you. All right. I am available. All right, man. Well, look, <laughs> take it easy, man. Have a good day. And to all my listeners, thank you guys for turning for telling up and showing the support. It's always appreciated. If you have any comments or any feedback, please drop it in the comments on my social when I post it up or send me a message on any of my social medias other than that like I always say live your life one step one rep at a time remember to think strong be strong and impossible is nothing take easy guys peace bye Hey guys, this is just a quick thank you to say hey, thanks for showing up. I hope you enjoyed this segment with me and Nadine. I thought it was super fun. Uh, like I mentioned, there's more to come, not just with Nadine, but also with another awesome uh, podcaster, speaker, coach, motivator. So as soon as I arrange a time with her, I will be bringing you guys in. In the meantime, take it easy guys. Lots of love. Peace.